Welcome to Main Menu for the week of October 3rd through October 10, 2014. I'm your host, David Tanner, and we are very pleased to have you with us today here on Main Menu. Well, there were a couple of interesting developments that you might want to know about during this past week that that, uh, if you don't know about, you might want to know about. One of those things took place just a couple of days ago on September the 30th. The folks at Freedom Scientific have just released the second public beta of JAWS 16, beta 2, and there are some new features in it, a few new features, including the fact that now in convenient OCR, if you go in and want to look at a PDF that is a scanned PDF, you bring it in to Adobe Reader and then you will go and do your insert spacebar and hit the letter O then to get into convenient OCR and then simply hit the letter D for document and regardless of the length of the PDF it will recognize the entire PDF for you. So that means even if you have a PDF that's a couple or so hundred pages long, it will recognize the whole PDF for you and allow you to negotiate that PDF just like any other uh, Word document or whatever with JAWS. So that's one thing you'll definitely want to be taking a look at if you're a JAWS user. That's a pretty neat new feature that is now available in JAWS 16. Well, let's go ahead and talk about what's going to be on Main Menu today. As we mentioned to you last week on Main Menu, we have had the resignation of Chase Crispin, our executive producer of Main Menu, for the last three years. And we're going to have an interview with Chase, and also we will have Larry Turnbull, the managing director of ACB Radio, and Jeff Bishop, the assistant managing director of ACB Radio, on with me, and we're going to be talking about some changes that are going to be taking place uh, in Main Menu, and who is working on the staff, and uh, who will be taking the part of executive producer, since Chase will be not doing that now, and uh, he will still be with us on the main menu staff, and and we'll be doing some presentations from time to time. But you'll hear all about that in the interview and uh, discussion that we're going to have just here in a few minutes. But because we really want you to know what's going on with main menu, we thought this was a good time to tell you there is a change, and um, here's how we're going to handle that, and here's how it will affect you as a listener to main menu. And I think you'll be happy to hear what we have to say. Then after that, we have a presentation by David Woodbridge of the Main Menu staff. David's going to be giving us a demonstration uh, and description overview of the iPhone 6 Plus. And then David will come back for a second presentation. He's going to be talking to us about handoff in iOS 8 and handing off from a iPhone 6 to a iPad mini, and that's quite an interesting little new feature in iOS 8 that I think you'll want to 
listen to and hear about if you have a couple of iOS devices, both using iOS 8. This may be something you'll be very interested in knowing about. We want to thank you for being here with us today. We hope you have a great week this coming week. We want to again thank Chase for three great years as executive producer of Main Menu. And we are very pleased that he's going to still be with us on the Main Menu staff. Let's get into the show for today. You have a great weekend. See you back here again next week on Main Menu. All of us here on the Main Menu team consider your thoughts, questions, suggestions, and any other feedback that you may have very important. To interact with us on the show, you can send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. If you would like to find past show archives and more information about Main Menu, you can visit our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. If you would like to interact with us on Twitter and see all the latest show news, you can follow us by visiting www.twitter.com slash mainmenu or by following at mainmenu. If you would like to receive show announcements in your inbox and interact with other Main Menu listeners, you can subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list by sending a blank email to mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. Anytime that you have any comments, questions, or suggestions that you would like us to hear, please get in touch with us. I'm very pleased to have with me today a group of folks that are with me today to discuss some changes that are going to be taking place on Main Menu. I have Chase Christman, the executive producer of Main Menu for the past three years, the managing director of ACB Radio, Larry Turnbow, and the assistant managing director of ACB Radio, Jeff Bishop. And welcome, folks. Hello. We are, I'm glad to have you with us today. And so... In brief, what has happened and that we want you all to know about and what is going to be happening with Main Menu over the next weeks, months, and years is that Chase Crispin, who has been the executive producer of Main Menu for the past three years, has gotten to a point that he's in his senior year of high school and he's been a very busy guy as it is, but now as a senior in high school, life is getting even busier what with trying to uh, get the very best that he can out of his senior year and prepare for his first year of college and picking out that college and and uh, all those other things that high school seniors need to do. And so I'd like to start out with Chase uh, telling us a little bit about what he does as executive producer of Main Menu and then tell us a little bit about all the other things that you're involved with, Chase, and thank you again for the three great years as executive producer of Main Menu. Well, thanks, David. It's been a lot of fun being executive producer. I've really had a great time working with you every week to get the program together and working with the Main Menu staff to make sure we have great content ready and also working with 
Larry and Jeff and all of the great broadcasters that um, put all the other shows together here at ACB Radio. It's really a really talented group of people. It's a lot of fun to work with. So thanks to you, David, for working with me every week and, you know, helping me out when I need it. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that we've been able to work together so well to get the show together every week. Uh, and thanks to everyone else, everyone else on the main menu staff for being just a great staff, putting together some awesome content. Um, so thanks to everyone that's been involved and worked with me as I've done this. Uh, the job of executive producer of Main Menu is its really pretty tough to describe. Um, there's a lot of stuff I do, and it kind of varies from week to week. The basis of what I do is I'm the person that goes out and finds the content that we want to air. So let's say there's a new update to, I'll just use JAWS as an example here, there's a new JAWS update, and I know that we need to cover it on Main Menu because a lot of our listeners are JAWS users. So I will, first of all, talk with the Main Menu staff, and we'll kind of talk about, we need to cover this JAWS update, uh, who who is able to cover it? Does anyone want to go out and interview Freedom Scientific? Or is anyone beta testing it that could get a jump start on the demo for us so that we have that ready as soon as we can air it? Um, so we, I do a lot of that, making sure that we're always on top of the latest technology and always getting the demonstrations and interviews that we need. Um, I also review the incoming material, uh, really appreciate everything that listeners submit uh, I get a lot of emails with just listeners saying, hey, I have this that I want to demo, and here's a demo that I've recorded for Main Menu. Those are great to receive. Um, so I review those types of things that we get and see if it'll need editing, and if it does, I work with the Main Menu staff to get some work done on that piece if it needs anything. Um, I also just keep an eye on what the team is putting together for content, and if I see something online um, on other podcasts, other websites that I think would be beneficial for our listeners to hear, I go and get permission from the creator of that content for us to be able to air their content on Main Menu. So I'm kind of the person that's out there getting the content and making sure that we can air it and that is the best quality it can be. Once I have all the content, I make a list of everything we have, how long each segment is, and then I build shows that are roughly an hour long. Um, so I add segments together to make sure we get a full show and then make sure we have a balanced show of talking about lots of different things and not covering the same thing every week and keeping an eye on all that. And then I give that to David uh, Tuesday, Wednesday night, somewhere around there. And he spends a lot of time getting that together in a good format that is what you're used to hearing on Main Menu. So I'm kind of the person that gets everything together before it goes live. And also I communicate with a lot of uh, employees of the assistive technology companies, which has been a lot of fun. That's what I've really enjoyed about this. One of the things that I've really enjoyed is getting to know a lot of the names that we see on email lists and a lot of the voices we hear in product demos and things like that. Getting to meet these people and get to know them and work with them because we're really fortunate to have a lot of the big assistive technology companies coming to main menu first, letting us know, hey, we're going to be releasing this or updating this product soon. We want to make sure that it's covered on main menu and so I get to work with a lot of the vendors as well. And finally, um, I respond to a lot of the emails sent on lists, like the MM Friends list, stuff like that. David helps me out with that, but I'm one of the people that sends a lot of the emails out uh, when we get feedback. If you've gotten a tweet from at main menu on Twitter, that's also been me up to this point. Uh, I've been handling all the communication from main menu on Twitter. So just kind of a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that I do to make sure we have enough content and we're covering everything we need to be each week. Okay. And so what are some of the things that you as a very busy high school student 
um, these past years, I know you've been pretty deeply involved in a lot of things and some other things you've even been involved with with ACB Radio. Um, I think it'd be nice for, for folks to just get an idea of what kind of a guy you are and all the things that you've been involved with for all these three years. Sure. Um, I've been pretty busy. Uh, I definitely keep busy, which for me is a good thing. I don't like to have a lot of downtime or you know be bored. So I've definitely kept busy, but I really enjoy everything that I've done. Uh, first of all, a lot of you might know my voice not only from the interviews and things like that that I've done for Main Menu, but I also have been the production coordinator for ACB Radio. And what that meant was that I was, for a few years, the person responsible for coordinating production. So all of the IDs and jingles and promos to promote ACB radio or shows on ACB radio that you hear when you're listening to any of our streams, um, I was the person that either uh, produced, I produced not all of them, but uh, a chunk of the production, worked with the production team, and then I worked with the production team to make sure that we had a promo for all the shows that were on air and that we had good sounding production that would make you want to come listen to this ACB radio stream or this show. Um, I also do a ton of stuff extracurricular at school, which is a lot of fun. Um, I do a lot with music. I play bass clarinet, alto sax, and piano, so I do a lot of music stuff. I'm in our school's marching band, uh, concert band, jazz band, and our pet band. Um, I'm in choir, both our concert choir and our acapella choir. Um, I'm the accompanist for our school show choir, which means that I'm there in all the rehearsals playing the accompaniment parts with the choir and going with them to uh, show choir competition and uh, playing uh, with with them as they're competing, which has been a lot of fun. Um, that's actually a paid position. Uh, since it's extracurricular, they do have students do um, the accompanying of the show choirs, but uh, that is a paid position for me to do, which is a lot of fun to get to be part of that group and get to accompany them play piano, but you know, also be able to get a little bit of money for it. Um, I am the president this year of our school's chapter of TRIM, which stands for Modern Music Masters, which is a National Honor Society for Music. I'm a member of National Honor Society, uh, Spanish Club, Drama Club, I'm probably forgetting something, uh, a lot of different school groups that I'm involved in as well. Um, I've participated in the Nebraska All-State Band the last two years, actually doing my audition for that tomorrow as we're recording this. Participated in some honor bands at colleges as well. So, been very involved with extracurricular stuff, very involved with music, as well as taking some pretty tough uh, academic classes to keep up with that and challenge myself and get ready for college. Sitting at my desk right now with a bunch of physics papers everywhere in front of me. So, taking some tough classes also. And this year being senior year, I'm doing an AP class, which is a class taken in high school for college credit. And I'm also, of course, starting to visit college campuses, turn in college applications, uh, apply for scholarships, and all that stuff that goes along with getting ready for college. So I'm definitely kind of busy, but I really enjoy everything that I'm doing and everything that I have done. Well, that sounds really fantastic, and I don't know how you do it all. Um, People ask me that, you know, I, when they find out that I do all this, they say, well, how do you have time to do, you know, your school and, um, you know, the ACB radio stuff and your extracurricular stuff and just, you know, have time to, you know hang out with friends and do stuff with family and you know, they say how do you do it and I say well I, I really don't know you know, I, you know I do everything and I enjoy it so it doesn't really you know bother me but I definitely keep busy but yeah. yeah so Larry you and Jeff I think are going to try to fill his shoes you better have some big feet 
Yeah, we, we must. You know, we we got to keep this going, and I am very confident that we'll be able to continue with the main menu uh, as it is. Uh, Jeff and I are going to work on getting the content into main menu. Uh, Jeff's going to be the one going out and getting a lot of it, and I'm going to review the content that comes in and do the puzzle portion of it, so to speak. Fit it into a one-hour show and get it... Um, over to you, David, for putting it together and getting it ready to air. Uh, I've been doing a lot of other behind-the-scenes work of ACB Radio, so that's why uh, Jeff and I felt this would be a good thing to split up. Uh, because we do have a lot of other ongoing projects uh, behind ACB Radio. Some of it um, the listeners don't see out there on the front lines, but it's things that uh, ACB wants to do and things that we're doing to uh, make things easier on the ACB radio staff, so to speak. Well, and, and as managing director of ACB radio, folks have to realize that there, there's a whole lot more programs on, on just mainstream, where main menu is, but then you also have several other streams that you're, you um, have to tend to to some extent or the other, too. Uh, Jeff, I, I, I'm very pleased to have you be working with us uh, with the main menu executive production uh, part of the of the main menu show because I know that you hosted main menu for a few years I don't remember exactly how many but so for a few years and so you're very familiar with putting a main menu show together and what it takes and and uh, I know you know a lot of people in the assistive technology field and in the technology field and you work in the technology field so kind of tell us all what all uh, kinds of things you see yourself doing in this 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 picture well thank you very very much David and I, I want to first kind of go back and and really compliment Chase you know we really saw Chase grow into a very mature uh, young man here on ACB Radio. If you go back and listen to some of the older promos, and if we can dig some of that out, maybe we'll stick some at the end of the show. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, I have one or two in mind, actually. Oh, good, yes. You should play those. Those would be excellent. I knew you guys would do this. (laughs) And I just want to say that it has been wonderful to see Chase grow into this role and even though Chase is, is quite young uh, and, and still just a senior in high school, he has so many skills that he's learned through this job that whatever he decides to do in his life, he will excel at it. Uh, just amazing organizational skills. And I, I, I'm actually jealous that <laughs> he's so darn organized. I wish I was like that. Uh, Stay here. Yeah. So, uh, Chase... Excellent, excellent job there. My hands out to you, and uh, you know you've done just an outstanding and superb job. So, you know, big Thank kudos you. to you. Thank you. Well, yes. Yeah, so I used to produce main menu uh, for a few years, and after Dave Williams, and with Jonathan Mosen was before that, and and we're coming up on the 15th year anniversary of ACB Radio, and we have some uh, stuff that we're working on for that. But my goal will be to sort of chase for content. And and one of the key things I want to mention here is that really this show is all about you, the listener, too. That if you have something that you want to talk about, then get a hold of us. And if you don't have the production skills to to put it all together, 
we'll help you, you know, get the content produced. Or if you want specific things talked about, you know, say, we're going to hit the big things, of course. We're going to, we're going to talk about the newest versions of Window Eyes and, and JAWS and all of the assistive technology products that are out there. But if there's something else that you want to hear or that you want focused on, let us know. You know, get on the main menu friends list and let us know because that way we know what you want and that will help us drive content. And so that's going to be my, my main role. And we'll just see. We have some other plans that I don't want to really discuss here now. But we have some other plans in the works for later this year, perhaps beginning of next year, that uh, might seem uh, familiar to some of you. So we'll, we'll, we'll give you uh, more things on that in the future. But that's sort of the role that I'm going to be playing here on Main Menu. Let me just jump in here real quick and say that, you know, I think when some people hear that we're going through a transition like this and that things are changing, they think that the show is going to change. And I really think that both Larry and Jeff, and, you know, I guess I should clarify, neither Larry or Jeff are new to this. You know, they might not have, like Larry's never actually put a main menu together and it's been a while since Jeff's done it, but they've both been on the main menu staff. They've both been producing content. They've both been, you know, watching the shows come together and, being a part of the team, you know, coming up with ideas. And so both both Jeff and Larry are, they're not strangers to the program. They've been around longer than I have. So they know what they're doing. They know, you know, how the show is supposed to be. And so I think we're going to continue Main Menu without any of the listeners knowing that anything has changed. You know, I think we'll continue to get some great new content. And, you know, I'm sure they'll have some great new ideas. But the way the program's structured and what you expect of the program really won't change. It's just going to all continue seamlessly with what you expect. Um, and one thing I forgot to mention earlier is I'm not completely leaving ACB radio. I am still on the main menu staff. Um, so I'll still be doing some interviews and some demos and editing some of the segments that we do get from listeners. So I'll still be around. Uh, I just won't be the one putting the shows together, but whether you like it or not, you'll still be hearing my voice on the show, so I will still be around helping out when I can. And so, and we certainly will be look, looking forward to hearing from you um, on occasion doing uh, segments and uh, and uh, the other things that you have time and, and feel like that you can help us out with. And I think uh, anybody who heard um, our, our presentations from the exhibits this summer and heard uh, Jeff and the excellent job he did of interviews uh, uh, for the from the exhibit hall this summer has a pretty good idea that Jeff's Jeff's really great at that kind of thing and and uh, really understands the technology and does a fantastic job and uh, Jeff uh, it's going to be great to have have you um, with us uh, helping out Larry and I with uh, with main menu and. Um, Chase, we'll we'll see if we can find one of those the recording from one of those main menu staff meetings when we were were having a great time kidding you about your voice changing. That that I know that was a a, a real highlight of, of your career as executive <laughs> well, producer. And, and perhaps we can even dig out one of the Marlena shows where Chase was on talking to Marlena and squeaking away. <laughs> see, this is this is roast the chase today. <laughs> oh, there we go. I've got I've got all the archives on the server, so I'll start uh, <laughs> digging, I guess. <laughs> that's, that's one of the fun things is, you know, all of us here at Main Menu work pretty closely together. And so, you know, we, we have staff meetings where, you know, we talk about, you know, what we need to cover and 
um, just all kinds of stuff about making sure we get a good program. But we've gotten to know each other real well. And, you know, as you can tell, we're comfortable joking around and picking on each other, too. So it's, it's a great group of people. Well, I think the most important thing about Chase uh, kind of taking a back seat here on the main menu team, at least somewhat, is, is that uh, he'll be able to give his social life a little more, you know, effort. And uh, and that's good, too, because we need yeah, Chase well-rounded. Right, Chase? There you go. Yep. There you <laughs> what's, go. What's, yep. what's high school without social life? Yeah, that's right. That's right. There you go. Yeah. And you got to prepare when you're in high school so you're – you're ready for a social life in college. College, yeah. that's right. Yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Good. Sharpen those skills, man, my man. All right. <laughs> now now, now you got to round out your partying skills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I actually doubt he'll be doing any of that. My, my guess is a very studious uh, individual. Yeah. And, uh, and you, were, you were telling us earlier you, you had a bunch of physics books in front of you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, well... I don't know how I don't know how you get all that done. It simply amazes me. I, I said uh, one of the things that has that amazed me about Chase is I've had uh, some bit of graduate work and, and master's degree programs, and I remember taking an educational statistics class, and I'd had some bit of advanced statistics and stuff, but I got in there and I I ended up. Just uh, praying I'd get a good enough grade on the final to not have to repeat the class, and then I'm then I'm listening to Chase interview somebody from American Printing House for the Blind about their new talking graphing calculator, and by the time he was he and the guy he was interviewing were three minutes into the show, they were already talking about things that were over my head, and I'm going, whoa, wait a minute, dear. <laughs> And I, I tell you what, it's pretty impressive when a guy that's, uh, you know, I think at that point he was maybe just starting his junior year of high school. I'm, I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Well, I will, I will go out on a limb here, and I don't think it's really going out on a limb to say that I think Chase will be heard from in the AT industry as well, regardless of what career choice he makes. Right, and he will be a leader within our industry in some way, shape, or form. So stay tuned for that. He's just too talented not to, you know, have that ability. So there you go, Chase. You're the man. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for doing everything you've done. Absolutely. Couldn't have done it without you. And I'm glad uh, you've been in that position for pretty much um, most of my tenure here as managing director of ACB Radio. Um, because one of my main responsibilities for ACB Radio is to ensure that its content uh, stays strong, and main menu is specifically mentioned uh, as one of the things that I really need to oversee as far as ACB Radio goes, and I'm proud of you and the rest of the team that has uh, been able to keep this going. Well, to, to sum up, we are very appreciative of Chase. We appreciate all he's done for the past years that he has been with us. We are very glad that he's still going to be on the main menu staff and helping us out from time to time as he has has time. And uh, if we can keep him away from uh, a, a lot of, uh, you know, the, the, the co-eds in school, you know, to keep him down to four or five maybe, and uh, keep him studying and uh, getting ready for college. And we really wish him the best. 
we look forward to hearing from him and talking to him and hearing him on the radio, on ACB radio and on main menu and hope that he will do well in all of his coursework and all of his extracurricular activities and all the other things that he has going on. And I am very pleased that we are going to have Larry and Jeff helping out with production for for main menu. I think that's going to be really great uh, to have two great guys like uh, Larry and Jeff that I'm going to be able to to depend on to uh, help supply the uh, the content for the program because um it's it's certainly not something that uh, the the host can can do and uh, all of that uh, plus host the program and and so forth so i want to thank all three of you for being here uh look forward to talking to and working with uh, you jeff and larry and continuing to work with you too chase and Thanks very much for for coming on the air and uh, talking to our listeners about the changes in main menu. Thank you, David. It's been great working with you. Thanks to Larry and Jeff. Um, It's been great working with you guys, too. And thanks to main menu staff, as I said earlier, and also thanks to the listeners for just being here and supporting the show and sending your feedback. So thanks to everyone. It's been been a lot of fun doing this. And keep sending those uh, submissions to us. The address is mainmenu at acbradio.org. And we'll definitely uh, have a look at them. Uh, Unfortunately, we can't accept them all, but uh, just because we may have to turn one down, that doesn't mean uh, give up. Just keep sending them, and we'll keep working with you. Another good thing to, to mention in that regard, Larry, just for folks' in, uh, information and just so that they know, uh, because we do get submissions from a variety of, variety of people and so forth, uh, it may be good for you if you're thinking about doing a submission of something, a demonstration or something to Main Menu to... Um, get on the main menu webpage and leave a comment um, or on the main menu friends mailing list and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this demo or this segment and is anyone else doing that? Has a segment been done on that or presentation been done on that recently? Um, And that may be helpful for you and for us so that um, if we already have covered that particular subject fairly recently or we know it's being worked on by somebody we can let you know uh, or if it's something that we do not have and have not had anybody do a submission on uh, we can let you know that fine go ahead and do that so that it, it really is kind of helpful for you and for us to know um, for you to know ahead of time if what you're thinking about it is going to work for Main Menu. Welcome to a demonstration of the iPhone 6 Plus. And in this demo, I'll go through what you get in the box, a physical description of the iPhone 6 Plus, comments on the setup process, and then some more comments on features pertaining to using the larger iPhones now. 
and that's in respect to both the iPhone 6 Plus and the iPhone 6. So when I got my iPhone 6 Plus, of course it came in the very nice Apple iPhone 6 box and interestingly enough on the top of the actual box you have an embossed likeness of an iPhone 6 or 6 Plus for that matter with the rounded embossed home button on one end and the rectangular embossed grille at the other end of course on the top of the box so it really does feel like you've got an iPhone in the top face of the box inside the box of course you get the iPhone 6 Plus a lightning cable the USB wall charger and interestingly enough the USB wall charger at least that we get here in Australia is a lot smaller than what I'm used to with USB iPhone chargers. I don't know if that came into being with the iPhone S because I never got an iPhone 5S but compared to the chargers that I had with my iPhone 5 this charger is significantly smaller. The other item you get in the box of course is the little container holding the earpods and of course a getting started guide for the iPhone 6 Plus. So a physical description of the iPhone 6 Plus itself. It's a lot longer than what I thought it would be, but not as wide as I thought it would be. So it's substantially longer than the iPhone 5 that I previously had. And I've been saying to people that if you take the area of the home button, so from the bottom of an iPhone 5 and slightly above the home button, and then add that area onto the top of an iPhone 5. That's the actual total length or the height of the iPhone 6 Plus and probably one or two finger widths wider than an iPhone 5. When you first hold an iPhone 6 Plus, as I said, it's a lot taller than what I thought. But the first thing you notice is its thinness and how all the edges around the sides of the iPhone 6 Plus are rounded or moulded from the front to the back of the iPhone 6 Plus. There basically no squared off edges at all around the sides of the iPhone 6 Plus. The metal back moulds into the front moulded front glass of the iPhone 6 Plus. Of course the front face of the iPhone 6 Plus is taken up by the front multi-touch screen. At the top, a little bit down in the middle, you have the speaker grille. Now I must say that feels to me a lot thinner than the speaker grille on the iPhone 5. And then of course right down the bottom in the middle, so on the front face, of course you have the round indented home button. And of course being with the same with the iPhone 5S and now with the 6 Plus, it's also the Touch ID as well. If we go to the actual top edge, the iPhone 6 Plus, there are no ports on the top. The power slash sleep button, which used to be on the top right hand side edge with the iPhone 5S, etc., has now been moved around towards the top of the right hand edge. And then if we come down below the power slash sleep button, about another third of the way down, we have the SIM tray, which you need to eject with a SIM ejection tool. And of course that pops out the SIM tray, you can put your SIM card in it, pop it back in and off you go. The rest of the right hand edge is blank. Down the bottom of the iPhone 6 Plus, going from left to right, you have the 3.5mm headphone jack, microphone 
the lightning port has quite a prominent feel to it grill over the speaker coming over to the left hand side towards the top left hand edge of course you have the mute switch towards the front of the phone is unmute and if you move the switch back towards the back of the phone that's mute and then below the mute switch you have two rectangular volume up and volume down buttons and you might remember that on the iPhone 5s those buttons were round but the volume up and volume down buttons on the iPhone 6 plus are quite long rectangular buttons so if I turn the iPhone 6 plus over and look at the back on the top left hand edge we have a one millimeter protruding camera and then to the right of that is a hole which is the camera flash about a third of the way down in the middle again on the back you have a cutout for the Apple logo that you can feel quite distinctly and then interestingly if you touch the top and the bottom of the iPhone 6 Plus on the back on the iPhone 5s you might remember you had the glass inserts at the top and bottom where here you basically have metal inserts at the top and the bottom so what it feels like is that you have that continuous aluminium back metal back with as I said the cutout Apple logo and almost like an insert metal panel at the top and the bottom of the back and of course turning the iPhone 6 Plus around again to face me at the top of the iPhone 6 Plus you also have another microphone and you have the FaceTime camera as well and of course you physically can't feel on the front of the iPhone 6 Plus. The setup process for the iPhone 6 Plus was basically installing iOS 8 and of course with the iPhone 5S I had the opportunity to set up for the Touch ID for my fingerprint. The other question that I got asked which wasn't part of an iOS 7 installation on an iPhone 5 or 5S was whether they wanted to use standard or zoomed icons for the display. And of course the zoomed icons meant that you had larger icons on the screen of the iPhone 6 Plus. When I set mine up I chose standard. So besides the touch ID and the display view for standard or zoom, pretty much the rest of the iOS 8 setup process was fairly much the same as installing iOS 7. So a couple of comments on the iPhone 6 Plus itself. The version that I got was the iPhone 6 Plus 128GB version. Remembering also that you can get a 16 or 64GB version and I got a silver one and of course you can also get space grey and gold as well. Since it has a 64-bit processor as you can also get with the iPhone 5S you can also get the Alex Voice that people love and appreciate on the Mac you can also run that on the iPhone 6 Plus so if I unlock my phone just by pressing the home button once Monday the 22nd of 3.41 a.m. Okay, you can hear Alex talking and I unlock the phone by just putting my finger on the home button to unlock it messages double tap to open landscape home button to the right now as you heard I've got it in landscape mode with the home button over to the right 
And of course that being the fact that at the top edge of the phone now in landscape mode I've got the power slash sleep button over on the left and on the bottom left hand side edge of the phone holding it landscape mode or horizontally I've got the mute button and the volume up and volume down buttons. And the reason why I wanted to show you is in landscape mode. So if I touch the top left hand edge of the home screen, messages. There's messages. Tap to open. But interestingly, on the bottom of the screen, where I'd normally have the dock, if I touch that now, page one of two, adjustable. I've just got the slider one finger to adjust the value. To go from page one to page two. The dock is actually now in landscape mode on the right hand side of the iPhone 6 Plus screen. So if I touch towards the top right hand edge, dock, music, okay. double tap to open. That's the top of the dock. So if I drag my finger down, music, double tap to open. The first one, music, safari, double tap to open. Safari is the second, mail, 15 unread emails, double tap to open. Mail is the third, phone, double tap to open. And phone's the fourth. But I can also flick through that as well. So if I tap my finger up to that, Vertical dock again on the right hand edge. Dock music. Double tap to open. And take my finger over to the left slightly. Maps. Double tap to open. I'm now on the rest of the icons for the home screen. So if I flick to the right now, I'm not going to go back on the dock. I'm going to go around to the left hand edge of the next row. Videos. Double tap to open. Notes. Reminders. Stocks. Game center. Newsstand. iTunes. So App Store. Etc. If I flip the phone back in portrait mode. Landscape. And now I touch towards the bottom of the screen. Phone. Double tap to open. Okay, I've got the traditional dock back on the bottom of the phone again. Now just one final thing I want to show you. Let me just go into settings. Settings. Double tap to open. Okay, one finger double tap on that. Settings. Okay, now I've still got the phone in portrait. So if I flick through the settings. Airplane mode, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, cellular, button, personal hotspot, button, carrier, notifications, control center, button. Very much like the layout on the iPhone 5S, for example. But if I turn it back into landscape mode. Landscape. Home button to the right. Settings. Heading. What's happened now, it's now letting me view the settings panel as you would have on the iPad. So on the left hand side I've got the categories. So if I just start at the top, I just drag my finger down or I can flick to the right. Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi network, Bluetooth, on, cellular, button, personal hotspot, button, carrier, Telstra mobile, button, notifications, button, control center, button, do not disturb, button, general, button. Okay, and if I select general, one finger double tap. Selected about button. Okay, on the right hand side now where the focus has moved to, I've now got about and I'm touching on the middle general heading. Oh, heading. Click to the right. About button. About software update. Software button. update. Siri button. Etc. Okay, but if I tap my finger back to the left hand edge. Selected general button. I can tap my finger up the left hand edge of the categories. Selected general button. Do not disturb button. Control center button. Notifications button. Okay, so I can move up the up and down the left hand edge for the categories and on the right will be the display for that particular category that I've selected. Two extra features that I've noticed in the iPhone 6 Plus as I've already mentioned in the display and brightness settings panel screen you can change between the standard and zoomed view and remember in the standard view you'll get the ability in landscape mode to have that dock on the side rather than the bottom.
and in the zoom view you have the ability to have just larger icons which is a advantage for low vision users in particular and then the other feature that I haven't mentioned is what's called reachability and that's where if you touch not press the home button twice it pulls the icons in portrait mode from the top of the iPhone 50% down the screen so you can reach them with one hand i.e. with your thumb etc and to turn that feature on and off you can basically go into settings general accessibility and under interaction you can toggle on and off reachability so for example let me just do a quick show of that if I press the home button to come out of settings settings double tap to open and I'm going to put myself back in portrait mode turn the portrait. phone around so if I reach right at the top of the screen messages double tap to open there's messages now if I want to hold it with one hand now I'm just going to touch the home button twice hear the whoosh sound turn my finger up half of the screen messages and one double, double tap, tap to open messages messages edit button okay and I could reach the icon without moving my hand I just moved my thumb up the screen halfway up and I was able to get to it so I press the home button to come out of messages messages double tap to open besides reachability pulling the icons down 50% down the screen to reach them it also leaves the status line at the top so you have all this blank space as it pulls the top icons down if you don't do anything within 10 seconds it'll revert back to the normal screen you hear a switch sound if you press the home button it'll dismiss reachability and also if you double touch the home button again that will also dismiss reachability so that were the main comments I wanted to make about the iPhone 6 Plus in particular and as a result that concludes this demonstration of what's in the box a physical description of the iPhone 6 Plus comments on the setup process and some more comments on the iPhone 6 Plus in particular and those being the display view standard and zoom options reachability and then of course the fact that you can have the dock on the side of the home screen rather than the bottom and the fact that the setting screen etc is very much like the iPad view so that concludes this demonstration of the iPhone 6 Plus as usual thanks for listening and bye for now Welcome to a demonstration of the new handoff feature in iOS 8 and for this demonstration I will be using my iPhone 6 Plus and my iPad mini both of which of course are running iOS 8 which will need to use the handoff feature and also both my devices are on the same iCloud account handoff is turned on in both devices and I'm using the same Wi-Fi network so first of all, let me unlock my iPhone 6 Plus. Sunday, the 21st of September, 9.22 p.m. Messages. Double tap to open. Okay. So what I'm going to do for this particular first example of using handoff between your different devices, and later when Yosemite becomes available, I'll show you how to do it on your Mac as well, from either your iPhone or your iPad for that matter. So I'm going to touch on my mail icon on my iPhone 6 Plus, and of course I'm using VoiceOver. Dark mail. Double tap to open. Okay, one finger double tap on mail. Mail. All inboxes. 
Okay, let me choose Compose. Compose, but double tap and hold to bring up drafts. Finger double tap. To text field is editing. Add contact button. Okay, add contact. New message to text feed new message groups button. Touch on the table index. The table index adjustable. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. Okay, that's table index. One finger flick down to W. B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, selected. Okay, and I'm going to select me under W. David Woodbridge, me. Okay, that's David Woodbridge, me. One finger double tap. New message, all contacts, back button. And I'm going to select my work email address. ID for david.woodbridge at visionaustralia.org. That's my work address, one finger double tap. New message to text field is editing. Okay, one finger flick to the right. David Woodbridge. David.woodbridge at visionaustralia.org. Add contact, but CC, BCC, CC slap from subject text field. Double tap to edit. Okay, I'll put in a subject. Finger double tap on that. Insertion point at end. And it's going to type in the word test. Capital T. Capital T. D. E. S. S. T. T. Okay, so that's enough on my iPhone. So now if I put my iPhone down, and if I want to finish it off on my iPad, let's say, for example, I'm in a hurry, I'm rushing out the door, or just for the sake of this test, I can switch devices. If I unlock my iPad screen by pressing the home button. 9.27 p.m. And I flick to the right. Sunday, September 21st. Unlock. Button. Mail. Button. Double tap to continue using app. Okay, double tap to continue using app. That's the mail app, of course, from my iPhone. One finger double tap. Passcode tap. field. Zero values. Passcode field. Okay, Zero values. My passcode. Mail. Loading. Draft. Cancel. If I flick to the right. Test. You just heard the mail app on the iPhone go as it returned to the main inbox. So the composing function has now been taken over by my iPad. So if I flick to the right. Cancel. Test. Heading. Okay, heading test. Send. Button. 2. David Woodbridge. Text field. CC. BCC. CC slap from. Subject. Test. Message body. Sent from my iPhone. Text field. Okay, sent from my iPhone. So that's definitely the message. Of course, the two and the subject fields were correct, and I won't bother typing in anything now. So I could basically put some text in now and send it off using my iPad. So I'm not going to do anything at the moment. I'm just going to select cancel. Sub David from CBCC to send tap cancel. I think a double tap on cancel. Alert test heading delete draft and button the draft delete draft. Okay, and I'm going to come out of mail by just pressing the home button. FaceTime. Double tap to open. So first of all, you can pick up a handoff from an app running on your iPhone, in my case, on your lock screen. You can also pick it up from your app switcher. So if I go to my bookmarks page on my second screen on my iPhone here, so let me come out of mail here. Messages. Double tap to open. And I'm going to my second screen of my iPhone 6 Plus. Page 2 of 2. Mail. 4 unread emails. On the top Double of my tap screen. to open. Books folder. 5 apps. Bookmarks folder, 10 apps. Okay, there's my bookmarks Double folder. Tap to open. Opening bookmarks folder. Apple accessibility. Double tap to open. Okay, and I'd like to go to the Apple accessibility page on my iPhone 6 Plus. One finger double tap. Okay, and let me just do a two finger rotate. Handwriting. Words. Headings. Under headings, Zero headings. Flick down. Navigation. Accessibility. Heading level 2. Banner. We've done everything possible to make anything possible. It sounds like the Apple accessibility page. So I put my iPhone down. 
And now, back to my iPad Mini, if I now do the app switcher, so home button twice, one, two. App switcher, Safari. It's now focused on Safari, but if I flick to the right, home, running. There's the beginning of the app switcher itself. So I've got home, flick to the right, mail, running, mail, settings, running, settings, etc. Swipe so I flick back to the left, to close the app, mail, home, Safari. Okay, there's Safari. If I flick back to the left again, people, message band, button. Double tap to communicate with message band. Buttons will appear to the right. Okay, remember that's your recent and or favorites that you can quickly call from your app switcher now iOS 8. Flip back to the right for Safari. Safari. And one finger double tap. Safari. Two finger rotate. Containers. Headings. One finger flick down. Banner. We've done everything possible to make anything possible. Okay, so it's the same web page that was on on my iPhone 6 Plus. Now I'm running on my iPad mini via handoff. So if I come back to my iPhone. Banner. We've done everything possible to make anything possible. Now I've still got Safari open on my iPhone. So I'm just going to press the home button. Extras folder. Three apps. Double tap to open. Now handoff will work for quite a number of iCloud-based apps. And of course developers can also put that functionality in there as well. But for example, I've also tried it with Maps, Reminders and Notes, just to name a few. Now the third thing I want to show you, which is sort of not quite handoff, but it's part of the continuity function with iOS 8 with all devices now, is where you can actually answer a call on a device that's linked up via your iPhone. So for example, I can answer a call coming in from my iPhone on my iPad mini, and of course in the future when Yosemite is available on the Mac as well. But let me for the moment just demonstrate how that works with my iPhone and my iPad mini now. And remember to make this work, you'll need again to have the same iCloud account running on both devices. You need to be on the same Wi-Fi network. The devices need to be near each other because this actually works on Bluetooth 4.0 LTE. And also too in FaceTime, in settings on both devices, you need to enable iPhone cellular calls. Now I'm going to ring my iPhone as normal and I'm just going to pop my iPhone on silent and what's going to happen is my iPhone is going to ring. You'll hear my iPhone announce the incoming call and of course you'll hear the Alex voice and then you'll hear FaceTime start to ring on my iPad mini of course using the Samantha voice and I'll actually answer the call on my iPad mini. Muted. Okay, back on the table. Okay, I'm going to ring it. Ellen or David Woodbridge, accept button. Okay, one finger double tap on the accept button. And I'm just going to move back a bit. It's going to echo. But my voice is now coming through my iPad mini. I'm talking my landline and the iPhone is connecting me to my iPad. So if I come back to my iPad mini, so if I access the end call on my iPad mini, okay, I could double tap that now, but if I come back to my iPhone and touch the status line, double alarm set, status bar item. Okay, I'm a status Swipe line. With three fingers to reveal the notification center. Now keep in mind, I'm still on the line now with my center. iPad mini, my landline. So I can hear the slight echo coming from my iPad mini speakers. If I flick to the right. Bluetooth on. Status 100% battery power. Touch to return to call. 1 minute. 21 seconds. If I wanted to, I could touch that to take the call back from my iPad mini back to my iPhone. 
or I can just hit the disconnect. Okay, that will tap to end the phone call. FaceTime. And I've returned to the home screen of my iPad mini. The fourth example I want to show you is actually making a call from the iPad mini out to a number, again using the iPhone. So if I go to my contacts, contacts. Okay, one finger double, double tap on contacts. Open. Okay, now I've already had contacts open already up to my work number for Vision Australia. So I'm just going to do a one finger double tap on the phone number for Vision Australia. Vision Australia, blindness and low vision services. And of course, I just did a two-finger double tap. Contacts. To hang All up. contacts. Groups. Button. And again, that was using my iPhone to actually make the phone call from my iPad mini. If you're in a contact that you can FaceTime video or FaceTime audio to, if you double tap on FaceTime audio, you'll get an option where you can FaceTime audio or you can dial the person's phone number again using your iPhone. So that concludes this demonstration of some of the continuity features in iOS 8. And of course they were using Mail and or Safari, in this case on my iPhone, and then transferring them over to keep using them on my iPad mini. And of course the final two demonstration was receiving and making a phone call between my iPhone my iPad mini, of course using the cellular function in the iPhone to support both the incoming and the outgoing phone calls. So that completes this demonstration. As usual, thanks for listening and bye for now. Well, we do want to thank you for being with us this week here on Main Menu and hope you'll join us back here again next week on Main Menu. You have a great week and we'll see you soon here on Main Menu.